Well, hello everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, before we begin today, let me talk about emails and people not receiving them from time to time. We send out millions and millions of emails, literally. And they go into all kinds of countries all over the world and different internet service providers, different countries have different rules and they're always changing things. And so sometimes changes occur and emails don't get through. And then all of a sudden they start again and people say you disappeared and then you came back. Well, you never have to fear missing at all ever. Why? Because you can go to this address and look for the words daily devotional and they're there all of the time. Make sure you check your junk folder and your spam folder. I know many people say to me, well, we, we never miss. It comes all the time. You just might happen to be in a place in a country uh, where uh, there are not those changes taking place from time to time. But I know even myself who gets them sent to me, sometimes I don't even receive them. But I never have to worry because you know why? I just go to this address and they're there every day. Well, we're in Holy Week and Jesus has just come into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. They roll out the, what was their equivalent of the red carpet. They put down palms, they put down their clothes. He rides on a donkey. He, he comes into Jerusalem. He is fated and celebrated. But he knows what he's there for. He knows that people will change their mind in time. And we read in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 20, verse 17. While Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, he took the 12 disciples aside by themselves and said to them on the way, See, we're going up to Jerusalem and the Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priests and scribes. Now, the Son of Man, was he was referring to himself. And they will condemn him to death. And then they will hand him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and flogged and crucified. And on the third day, he will be raised. Jesus says to them, we're going to Jerusalem. This is what's going to happen. Uh, they're going to kill me. But before that, they're going to do some terrible things to me. Uh, but then I will rise. Now, clearly the apostles didn't understand fully what this was from what we read in other places. And, and it's had me thinking all week, what would Jesus be feeling like right now? See, if we understand who Jesus was, what does the scriptures tell us? What does the church teaches us? That the church teaches us that Jesus was fully human and fully God all at the same time. Sometimes we get confused and we think that Jesus had the body of a human being, but inside, in terms of his thinking and psychology and emotions, well, that he was God. And that's actually incorrect. The church doesn't teach that. The church teaches us this mystery that Jesus is fully human in his emotions, his psychology, the whole deal, as well as being God at the same time. It's, the scripture says he emptied himself of his godhood to take on the form of a human being. And yet Jesus knew at the same time what was about to befall him. And here he is, he's heading to Jerusalem. And here he is, it's, it's Wednesday, it's the day before he's betrayed. And imagine that feeling that he would have, imagine what that would be like. One of my granddaughters, Eden, who's 11 years old, she's beautiful, she had to have some pretty serious surgery a few months ago. And to be honest with you, she'd never had surgery at the age of 11. She didn't fully understand it. She'd been to all the doctor's appointments. She knew that surgery was gonna happen, that she was having an operation. 
She told everybody, well, the day after it, what we're going to do is we're going to go down to the kids area, the kids section at the hospital, and there's all these things you can do and play. And everybody who knew the surgery she was having because it was serious knew she would be in no condition whatsoever to do that. But she had no sense of fear whatsoever in her because she just didn't know. Well, she has to have another operation in a few weeks' time, but this time it's different. This time she knows what's going to take place. And even though fortunately the surgery is not as serious as the first time, she's a lot more serious. Her parents have said to, to those of us who talk with Eden, hey, be careful, she's worried now. See, she understands fully what's going to happen to the best she can as an 11-year-old. Here's Jesus. He knows he's about to be betrayed. He's Jesus. He knows what he's going to go through. Jesus is not without insight into the people that he had seen, the Roman Empire, and he had seen killed. Jesus, Jesus was not without knowledge. And yet he kept walking towards. He says, I must go to Jerusalem. When they tried to talk him out of it, say, listen, this won't end well for you. He said, no, 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 I must go. And, and when we think about this from a prayer perspective, a devotional perspective, we stop and we say, why? And it's because of love. It's because the Father had said to, said to Jesus, this is what I want you to do. This is the way that justice, this is the way that atonement will be paid for the sins of humanity. This is the way restoration will occur. And it's through this great suffering of your human form that this salvation, this saving, this reunification between humanity and me will come about. Uh, I, I've been trying to think and pray all week about Jesus's love for me, Jesus's resolve for me, for you. And, 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 and I, I might be saying something that all of you know, but we can know it at an intellectual level. Do we know it at a reality level, at that sense of the emotion within us? God the Father sends his son. The emotion of that, in a sense, and we can say you're putting human emotion on God. And yes, I am. But that sense of sacrifice, that sense of the deliberate uh, nature of what God was doing, that sense of separation is being done because we are loved. It's being done because God seeks relationship, friendship, uh, intimacy with us. And, 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 it, and it staggers me. It staggers me when I pray through it, when I begin to meditate upon the, the vastness of this love that is taking place. And Jesus knows. He knows exactly what's happening. And yet he, he is, his resolve is complete. His eyes are set on what he has to do, Jerusalem. His eyes are set on the cross. As you pray today, as we're in this Holy Week today, allow yourself to feel that sense of emotion within you that says, I am loved. I am loved because of what God is doing for me now to set me free and changing all of my eternity. It's simply amazing what is, what, what is taking place in this amazing week. Well, as we finish today, uh, I want to remind you about the Radical Forgiveness book. I, I've sent this to people, lots of people in many countries around the world. 
for people who have supported the ministry so that we can continue to share Christ. This is really my gift to you. And people have been contributing what they want to contribute in order to receive this. But this is from a message that I've given on forgiveness many times. And I pray that it's a blessing to you. You can go to the gift tab. You can go to this address on the screen and you can contribute uh, to it. And, and, whatever, and, and as long as you get contributing above what the cost of the mail is and the cost of the um, printing, we'll send it to you. But I know many, many people are sending far more in order that we can share the gospel even further. To the people who are our faith builder partners, uh, I, I, I want to say thank you so much, the people who regularly give. I was in a city called Brisbane, Australia recently, and I was at an event and a woman came up to me and all she said to me is, my name is Carmel and I'm a faith builder partner. And that was all she could get out because she immediately started to cry. Because she knew, she knew that what she was doing, that what this ministry is about, is about bringing people into the presence of Jesus. And she was making it possible. And, and I'm going to find her because there were such uh, people around her. We weren't able to talk. And to you, Carmel, uh, I want to say to you, thank you. You are making a difference in the lives of people. Uh, and uh, I'm just so grateful to you. Loving Father, we give you thanks and praise, Lord, because your love is supreme. I thank you that this scripture, this that shows your dedication, your devotion to us, would become alive in us. Bless us. Allow us to understand the reality of what these next few days are all about. Your deepest, your most wonderful love for us. And Lord, we give you thanks and we praise. May we encounter you, not just know about you, but may we encounter you in our spirits, in our hearts. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus, through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.